Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 106. And wait, we go. Step up to the break. We got MJP and Green Man and Supreme and Jimping and Chip Team. From my land to Japan and everywhere in between. Get the up to date news on the wrestling scene. So take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We are about to go live. Are you ready to rock? So take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? From the fans to the fans, let me hit the crowd. Pop, so take a shot. Oh, yeah, so take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Thanks, Patty Welcome to episode 106 of A Shot of Wrestling, fresh off our trip down to Dirty Jersey, Atlantic City. I'm your host, at Michael J. Party. Well, folks, we here in the Tri-State area in the Northeast have been hit by a massive nor'easter. Thankfully, your boy only lives blocks away from the studio, so I braved the elements to make it here, and uh, no one else would. No one else would, so I'm here by myself. But, however, the man behind the scenes working 24-7, 365. Remember this man, Gridman? He's here. Surprised I found him here already working hard as ever. He's working so hard, in fact, he can't make it to the studio. But he can make it via Skype from his office. Green Man, you there. My- Michael J. Putty, I am here. Uh, thank you good. for having me on. We, I, still we don't understand, just... I, I still don't understand why you can't come to the studio. It's like, like, it's like 20 feet away. But Dude, it, it's been a busy week behind the scenes of A Shot of Wrestling. A lot of things have been going on. If you've been following us on social media, you will know a lot of the things that I'm, I'm working on for us. And um, yes, it was a busy weekend and we made it back in one piece. Yeah, it was a good time. We went to, uh, for my birthday, with the South Jersey for a standalone wrestling just outside of Atlantic City. Jeff Fun, did you have a good time? Oh, dude, it was amazing. It was amazing. Wasn't you know what even felt a lot better for me? That I didn't gamble. Or did, because didn't do a damn fucking thing. Money. Let me tell you a story here, folks. <laughs> me and the intern, who I'm not going to call Gold Card, because they had a fucking Gold Card. We got car blanche in the whole fucking casino. So me and Gold Card are hanging out. <laughs> Green Man's in the room. He's like, right, let me get ready for this show. So me and Gold Card go down to the casino. It's like, all right, I don't want to pay $12 for a drink. Let's go to the no, slots. Papash, Let's go to the slots you? and pay dollar drinks. Like, what the fuck's a dollar drink? Yeah, yeah I don't the, know. Fr- the free drinks, but you got to tip them a dollar. Like, oh shit, I never thought about that. <laughs> so we're down there That's for maybe different. we're not down for maybe, maybe an hour and a half. Finally, you text me. You're ready. We go upstairs. You're ready. Me and the gold, me and gold card and green man get ready to go. We go to over to uh, Atlantic, what, Atlantic City, Cape something Community College. Yeah, Cape uh, May Community College. We yeah. do our standalone wrestling show. Listen to episode 105. Great it's reviews. One of, one of the great best reviews, episodes we've done. One of my favorite. Listen to like five times. What a great episode. Yeah. We go back great to show. the casino. We walk around. We eat dinner at the fucking VIP gold card buffet. Gold card got us in. But gold card, I mean, the buffet sucks. There was sucked, nowhere it's, to eat. It's, it's like, gold it's, card knew exactly where to go. It, and he had like buffet styles going. It was There's it was only great. like three things. The buffet kind of sucked. It wasn't a buffet. It was like, here's your options. That's it. Like two options. Ham or chicken. Midnight, it sucked. <laughs> at midnight, I was okay with that. Yeah, and at uh, midnight, you were okay with that. At twelve fifteen, you go back to your room. So you didn't even fucking to... hang out. You didn't fucking enjoy the Atlantic City experience at all. 
Was that your plan going into it, or you're okay with like I'm just going to go do the show? I'm going to bed. You know, I'm a I'm a I'm a businessman now. I'm a behind the scenes kind of guy, and I knew that the next day we needed to we uh, we had to be ready for our viewing party. We had a long drive back, and I didn't know if if. For some reason, if I needed to drive the Infinity way back into the New York City area, because go car, I because I knew that the intern was going to stay up all night. I had to be honest. I wasn't prepared. I, he, he had a freaking itch, like no one could scratch it, but those freaking slot machines, and he was going to stay out all night. It was no surprise. Funny uh, me and Gold Card were hanging out. It was like four o'clock in the morning, four thirty. Uh, he told me how to play four card poker. Your boy here at Makachev Party is a great champion at three card poker. Okay. Don't know how to play four card poker, so he taught me. It's lovely. So we're hanging out, having a good time, and we had to sit at a uh, slot machine to get a quote unquote dollar drink. Okay. So he puts his money in. He's just fucking like wasting time, wasting time. So I sit next to him, like, oh, let me maybe I should, should I put some money in? He's like, don't even touch this machine. Why? What? What's the problem here? It's the same machine you're playing. Why can't I play this? He goes, uh-huh. wait, wait a second. I'll look at the bottom of the screen. My machine I was sitting at just paid out two thousand dollars. Stop. So he goes, no, yeah. they, they won $2,000, they walked away, so no fucking chance in hell you're going to win money. No way. So they, uh, thank you, what you call the intern, I'm pulling gold card for protecting me. And, sounds uh, like a promotion. The intern does not get promoted, he gets demoted. Uh, not in my world, he fucking uh, won me 100 bucks, so he's now gold card. Got me a free hotel room <laughs> for my birthday, got me a free dinner, and free breakfast. Your wow. intern is your boy's gold card. Thank you, Stanley Russell, for uh, your hospitality. Thank you for inviting us into your world. It was a great time. You had a great first show. It was a great show. Uh, your thoughts? Uh, Michael J. Putty, you know, uh, Standalone Wrestling was really happy with the product that we were able to put out. We all came together, did a great show. So, the, uh, breaking news here on A Shot of Wrestling, uh, the green one is negotiating a new deal for uh, Boardwalk Beatdown on August 24th, 25th, and 26th. So, stay tuned to Goldberg and uh, Sting, right? For when once the ink dries, we'll be able to make some new announcements on a shot of wrestling. Michael G. Putty, we also enjoyed a nice ride back. A lot more enjoyable than I thought listening to the Insane Clown Posse's audiobook. Uh, behind the Paint, you did not want to listen to that. You were too busy editing your fucking green cam videos. Um, I'm like, yeah, I don't Great. give a fuck. Do what you want to do. And uh, Gold Card decided to play it anyway to our benefit. Thankfully, he did. It was a great time, great story, and then passed the time pretty quickly. Yeah, it was a great book. So for all wrestling fans out there who like uh, audiobooks, if you're a wrestling fan, start at uh, Chapter 21 because that's when the good stuff happens. But then we had, we came home. home. Uh, I made it to the limited chamber viewing party through Crown Room here in Bayside, Queens on Bell Boulevard. It was our first ever viewing party. Great turnout. Yeah. Great turnout. We had your boy Ace Andrews there preparing for our post-game interview. Yeah. But we got what's the elimination chamber? Let's go through the uh, results right quick before we get to what happened yeah, at the viewing party. Lessa Bliss retained her championship in 29 minutes and 35 seconds. Cesaro and Sheamus defeated Titus Worldwide in 10 minutes and 5 seconds. Asuka barely defeated Nia Jax in 8 minutes and 35 seconds. Matt Hardy defeated Bray Wyatt in 9 minutes and 55 seconds. And of course, y'all knew Royal Reigns won the Olympics chamber in 40 minutes and 35 seconds. That was the results. Remind your thoughts. It was predictable, yes, but entertaining. Very predictable. Also, yes? Very predictable. If you want to make a predictable pay-per-view be exciting, come to a viewing party, watch 
watch it with a whole bunch of other wrestling fans get drunk, shit wasted, and have a great time. Um, because that's the only way that I think that I really like this uh, pay per view, my man. Yeah, it was a good time. We had a good time. On uh, it ended in a little controversial fashion. We were not expecting. Oh man, are we bringing that up on the show? We don't have to, but it's over with. I got some bruises. I don't know how the fuck you're not bruising. I didn't bust my ass, but I got I bruises had, and welts on my body. Just- I had a migraine headache till Wednesday. That's like three days after the Elimination Chamber. For those who didn't see the video, go onto our social media, Facebook at A Shot of Wrestling or Instagram at A Shot of Wrestling. Because what um, Absolute Alvin did was... I thought we were cool, man. You know? He's still my we guy. had him on the show you before. Gotta you got to respect what he did. No, we had him on the show before. We put him over. We said he was a great guy. He's, he seemed pretty cool. I didn't think that, that the rivalry these two had was that personal, that it needed to go to that level, to the point that we are, like, we're we're just a podcast, man. We're not, we're not athletes. We're not meant to be put through this. Now, those of you who don't know, watch the video on our social medias. Uh, we have a couple different angles here. Now, we are doing the show via Skype tonight, even though you're just across the hall. But you, I for like some reason, I like my chair. Jesus. For some reason, you're still wearing a fucking neck brace. How you feeling? You okay? Because you got fucking knocked to the ground hard by that running attack by my, my man, uh, Alvin. You okay? Is that, how long is the neck brace going to last? Really, it's really the only way that I'm making myself feel better. I don't know if it's all mental, but... I told you I had a migraine headache for three days. And after that, I'm like, I need to see a physician. Like something's going on. So who gave you the neck and, brace? Um, was it, and then, yeah, they put me on a neck brace. I, I, was it I precaution like, or was there a legit reason? No, it, it, I suffer like minor whiplash. You know, like. Yeah, he like fucking neck snapped like, hard. Watch the video. Dude, it, it, it felt like I got hit by a Mack truck. He, uh, no offense, you did. Absolute Alvin is a Mack truck in human form. Dude, I asked the question. The next thing, I'm on the floor. I don't. I don't know. So I don't. Your know. thoughts about the uh, elimination chamber? Michael J. Putty, the women's elimination chamber was filled with some great spots that made all the women look strong in the pay per view. I mean, the girls really went all out. The fact that they were climbing the the cage, they they were doing multiple spots off the 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 pods. Me and Pat from the Bullerow Bullies were talking about this. Was it Pat? Yeah, it was Pat. It's surprising because this, this is a pay-per-view. Because you figured a championship match would be the main event as opposed to a right. shot at a championship match. Right. But then we were talking about it because we both agreed on that. But then we realized Braun Strowman's in the men's match, which means people are going to break through the pod glass. And mm. lo and behold, that's what happened. And uh, yeah, so smart booking there because this should have been invented but now we know why but it was a great start it got it got me hyped for it I thought it was a great got me hyped too the crowd loved it at the crown room on Bayside Bell Boulevard so make sure you're there for next time Fastlane Fastlane is going a much better card it's booking to be a better card let's hope it pulls off either way if if it's not make sure you're there on Crown Room and Bell Boulevard and and that's gonna make it fun yeah my man man was there dressed as John Cena we had some guy wearing a Chris (laughs) Jericho shirt we had a great crew of people make sure you're there if you weren't there make sure you are there in march for fast lane the go home show to wrestlemania so a lot of shit's gonna happen and that's it then our next show after that will be our viewing party for wrestlemania on april 8th we won't be there because we both will be at wrestlemania but if you can't make the wrestlemania make sure you come to crown room on bell boulevard to watch wrestlemania and look out for the green man and your boy make up your buddy yeah well, Green Man, oh. that's Lim Chamber. That was our weekend in a nutshell. You have an interview this week. You're here this week. Let me let you introduce 
this uh, interview? Oh, well, Michael J. Putty, um, a few days ago, I sat down with someone who is part of the anniversary show coming up, Tara Calloway. Uh, she is, she was quite a delight, I have to say. And why don't we just listen into this and have her win you over uh, with a little bit of her story. So great, man. Take it away. Shot of Wrestling proudly brings to you the Queen of the Dinosaurs, Tara Calloway. Tara, <laughs> how are you tonight? I'm great, and I would love to hire you for a personal ring announcer. My goodness. Forget personal ring announcer. If you need me to introduce you when you go into Target, whether you're going into a subway, anywhere you need an introduction of Tara Calloway, I am your man. I love it. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's get right into it. What got you into professional wrestling? So unfortunately, I'm not one of those girls that's been watching it her whole life. If I could go back and kick my parents' butt and be like, hey, make me watch wrestling, I totally would. But when I was 18, someone introduced me to it. They just kind of started showing me WWE. I had just finished playing softball for 14 years. So, like, I had nothing physical, and it was weird because I've been doing it since I was four. Yeah. So I was like, all right, like, that's cool to see. I wonder, like, if I can do that. And I looked up a school, and I started watching wrestling in December – I was taking my first bumps in March. Like, something... Yeah, something in there. I was like, this is awesome. It looks like fun. I want to do that. I got nothing to do. Why not? And I started training. (laughs) Wow, that's amazing. And when you were in the ring going so fast... Were you at that point already looking forward to like, you know, when's my first match? When do I get to be on a poster for a wrestling show? I feel like it's in everyone's mind. When do I do this now? Like, when do I get to have fun? And I did for about two years. I was very off and on with my training because I had a job and I had school and I was just, I was really bad. So I didn't train as much as I was supposed to. So when they did say like, hey, it's going to be your first match. I didn't have a name. I didn't have a moveset. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but okay. So like, I just, I always had that in the back of my mind. So when they were doing it, I wasn't completely caught off guard, but mm-hmm. I definitely had it the whole time. I took every time I wasn't training, when am I going to be on a show? <laughs> awesome. And now the evolution of what your character is now, how did that come around? Well, I had just kind of been myself with no like gimmicks, no like cool, like gear or anything for a few years and then I was part of a company where you kind of do like out of the ordinary like gimmicks and weird things and so I've always been obsessed with dinosaurs since I was a child and I decided you know like let me just try some type of like dinosaur thing there so I Mm -hmm. tried it there it went over so well everybody loved it I did it again everybody loved it so I was like well if this works here I'm just curious what would happen if I went to another show and did it like a like a regular show right so I went to a regular show 
I did the whole dinosaur thing. People loved it. And that was just, I just put on face paint and had like some type of like new looking gear that had nothing to do with scales. I uh-huh. just did face paint. Okay. You know? Yeah. And yeah. so like, and that got over and I was like, okay. And then slowly but surely I kept adding things and people just kept reacting to it to the point where I'm to where I am now, where I have an entire dinosaur skull that I come out with and people lose their minds because it's so interesting and unique looking. There's never been a pro wrestling dinosaur before. No, I was just going to say there. <laughs> I've you know your image where it is now completely communicates who you as a brand is but it's it's nice to see the evolution of it it doesn't just happen overnight you know not at all and even now like even though I've gotten to where I think I'm like I really love my stuff I'm still trying to figure out a way to evolve I'm still trying to figure out another thing I can add that's gonna make people go "Ooh, that's cool right is there anything in your shoot job that you take um that influences your character in the ring (laughs) it's funny you say that because it my shoot job is the most boring clerical job on the planet <laughs> i was hoping that you maybe were like what are this paleontologists you know like you're out digging fossils and that's where your fossil head came from i tried so when i was in college i was like well let me take these anthropology classes because or that's like or not anthropology wow archaeology classes yeah that's the closest i could get to in las vegas like they we didn't have a paleontology program mm-hmm. so i did a few archaeology classes and then i realized to get to the point where you're out actually out in the dirt digging you have to go through like four years of science classes and i am not good at science (laughs) that that was pretty much me in college during my science courses (laughs) yeah it's just like i just wanted to go out in the dirt and dig up bones why did i have to go through four years of science it doesn't seem that hard just dig up bones i'm I'm right exactly All right, Tara, we have a saying on the show. It's pretty much become our motto at this point, but it's that wrestling brings people together. And now this could be no further from the truth than with your relationship with Jeff Cannonball. So fill us in. How did the romance get started? So... I'm going to kind of put him a little bit on blast because I like doing it. I know he's going to look it. It's quite all right. Listen, he's been on the show before. He had his shot. Now it's your <laughs> shot at wrestling, okay? Okay. Um, I had just moved to the East Coast, so I didn't really know anybody, and I was just kind of going to shows to hang out with my friends that I did know, mm-hmm. and I had mentioned to my friend that I wanted to do one of every type of match, including a death match. Okay. We were in... We were in a parking lot, and she goes, hey, this guy does death matches. You should talk to him. She brings Jeff over. I say hello. He says hello. And then he stands there awkwardly for a solid, like, minute and a half, not okay. talking. Okay. Yeah, this guy <laughs> has then, moves, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he kind of, like, meanders away. And then later on, we had all went out to Denny's, and I found out he had never been to Denny's. I was like, oh, that's cool. This is your first trip to Denny's. That was the extent of our interaction. <laughs> but he says that he was trying to hit on me, and I wasn't <laughs> having it. <laughs> I don't know how standing there awkwardly, just staring at a girl, is, is code for hitting on. I like it. I like um, his moves. You know, make you right? so uncomfortable <laughs> that you're like, let's go out to dinner. Like, make the girl do the work, you know? Oh, man, I need to be writing this down. Our host actually is going to take a legal pad and write this down step by step. (laughs) So, like, I knew who he was, and I had posted on uh, Facebook that I had a booking in Pennsylvania, but I couldn't get there because I didn't have a car. 
who wanted to come, they can get on the show. He answered it and said, I'll go with you. That's fine. So we drove to and from Pennsylvania. On the way to Pennsylvania, about five minutes from the show, I get a call from my mother that my grandfather passed away. Oh, so sorry to hear that. So, oh, it's, it's okay. It's a couple of years ago. But I, so I just in the car with this man who I've never really interacted with, yeah. just start losing it. And <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. So he's just kind of like awkwardly like, patting my leg like i had something on it and he was trying to get it off like <laughs> just very awkwardly like it's okay person i don't know <laughs> and so like after that whole experience i was like okay he's a good dude and we'd like text back and forth for a while and then the day after valentine's two years ago i was super depressed that i was like single and didn't get to do anything for valentine's day mm-hmm. and there was a really bad snowstorm so he drove all the way through that snowstorm from new jersey to pennsylvania to take me to waffle house to cheer me up and ever since then i've been head over heels in this in love with this dude that that's my kind of guy man (laughs) we have we actually have a love hotline with uh the definition of authority and sexiness eric jaden uh Mm -hmm. we just posted a valentine's edition but we usually talk about how a guy needs to be a little bit more aggressive and and he needs to put himself out there and be confident because women like confidence but I like mm-hmm. your story because it's the opposite of that, <laughs> you know? Sometimes you don't have the confidence, but you just need to be a good guy on the inside, you know? Oh, absolutely. Like, the first time I've ever seen him wrestle, I was like, holy crap, this is a terrifying-looking dude. Because he's a scary-looking dude. Dude, the first time I saw him, he put <laughs> someone through a car window. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah, he's terrifying. But then if you actually get to know him... And you find out, like, he's a vegan because he doesn't like the way that animals get treated. And he wouldn't hurt a fly. Like, it's like, oh, you're just a giant bag of puppies. Like, you're, that's all you are. (laughs) Well, there's plenty of things that are are very attractive uh, about you that uh, I'm sure Jeff Cannonball found very attractive uh, at first sight as well. But uh, one of the most attractive (laughs) things that I find in you is your confidence. It's when you're in that ring, you're just like this badass chick man you're like (laughs) kicking ass and taking names and i love it what (laughs) message do you have for the ladies out there who maybe are struggling with that inner voice or that inner confidence that you have well so i know it's gonna sound really weird because i'm out there acting like a dinosaur but i gained that confidence i gained that just like no cares attitude when i'm in the ring from being myself I know, again, I know it sounds weird because I'm being a dinosaur, but before that, I was trying, I was pressuring myself to be like everyone else. I was pressuring myself to, you know, act like everyone else, to do the same moves. Like, I was trying to be everyone else, and I've always, my entire life, have struggled with, like, depression and self-esteem issues. And then once I finally got to the point where I was comfortable with who I was in the ring... And I was comfortable with the fact that I'm a dinosaur, comfortable with the fact that I'm six foot and, you know, I'm just, I'm out there to have fun and and just enjoy and get people to boo me. It just, I don't know, it made something just click in my head that I, I don't know, that I could just like be me and I was more relaxed and I was happy. So anyone that's trying to force themselves to like act like anyone else or to even just move like someone else like don't do that you know mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. you yeah just be you when you're when you're actually yourself it just it changes your whole world i, I like that message because um 
you know, I, I have a newborn. I have a one-year-old at home. And I think that's one of the big keys of advice as a father that I'm going to be telling them. You know, there comes a time in, in life where you have to be yourself. And you have to accept the fact that there's people who are going to like it and people who are not. But at least this way, you know exactly who you are. And then those who, who are not with it, then, you know, kick them to the curb. Bye. You don't need to like, you don't need to like me, you know, because I like me. Yeah. You know? Exactly. I love it. Um, in recent years, especially in most recent of months, uh, the women have taken over the center stage of professional wrestling in the WWE, in the independent scene. If you were to put the queen of the dinosaurs right now in the WWE, what do you think your contributions to that their product would be? She, <laughs> I don't know if it's just me being selfish or if it's just, I don't know, me just being the fan. I honestly think if they put two big girls together that could show the world that big girls can do it just as easily as small girls, mm. just as badass as small girls, it would change so much. And I love Nia Jax because she's so body positive. And I'm still that. like, I used to be 150 pounds. I used to be tiny because I'm six foot. Mm-hmm. Nobody at six foot should be 150 pounds. And so, like, I'm just now getting used to being the big girl. And I think putting two big girls together, letting them kill it every single, like, program or even for a tiny feud, yeah, it would it would change so much. It would open so many doors for, like, girls that aren't, you know, tiny or that struggled with, like, body positivity. And I, that's, oh, man, <laughs> like... And now I'm like thinking about it. I just, I, just, I want to do true. that so bad. Yeah, you know? no, absolutely. I mean, if you think about it, in a in a world where we're seeing a lot of women's first, the women's first Royal Rumble, the women's first Elimination Chamber, there's so many women's firsts. That's one of the things that we haven't seen yet. You know, two bigger girls getting in there and proving that they could just have match of the night. Absolutely, you know? two hawks going at it. <laughs> <laughs> they did it with Braun Strowman and. Uh, and Big Show that uh, a couple of times, and they killed it on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, so, like, why can't the girls do the same? You know what? <laughs> Independent companies who are listening to this show, Green Man wants to see that match. I'm sure everybody else wants to see that match. Y'all need to book it. Um, right. As we start wrapping up, what are your passions outside the ring? So, other than, like, the corny Star Trek and Doctor Who, um, <laughs> My biggest passion right now is I run an organization called Dropkick Depression. I started it a few years ago when I decided I'm tired of hiding the fact that I'm depressed because it's just putting too much on my shoulders. And then when I you know, announced, hey, this is me, this is my problem, so many people hit me up going, hey, really cool of you to do because I have it too, and I don't have the words to say it. And so I really just, I kind of embraced that and wanted to help other people, especially in the wrestling community, where fans can be super crappy to fans, fans can be super crappy mm-hmm. to wrestlers, wrestlers can be super crappy to wrestlers. Like, it's just it's a vicious cycle in wrestling. And yeah. I just want to help, like, bring some light to that and show, like, we're not alone. If you feel down, I feel like we all have our bad days. We all have our good days. We're all in this together. And so I really... I push that so much. I've been raising money for the American Foundation for suicide prevention. Mm-hmm. I just, I do so much with it. And it's any time of the day, I'm not, I'm not just sitting at home watching TV. I'm figuring out a new project. I've got ways to help people with it. Like 
it's it's my biggest heart right now. I, I just I love it so much. Yeah. And if people wanted to get involved and wanted to do something, uh, what is the organization at Dropkick Depression, right? Where could we go yeah. to support it? What, what could we do? Well, right now I'm currently planning my second annual event to benefit the American Foundation. Okay. So I'm just trying to get the word out on that. I want people to come out. I want people to enjoy it. If you can't come and enjoy it, we have a Patreon that people can help and they get like cool behind behind the scenes thing. If you don't want to do Patreon and you just want to rock a shirt, there's shirts on the website. If you just want to get the name out, there's a Facebook, there's a Twitter, there's an Instagram. Literally anything helps because anything can get dropkick depression in front of someone who might need it that day. Completely understand. Uh, when we get back together a year from now, what would you hope people are saying about the queen of the dinosaurs? That she never gave up and she never gave up into her own personal like struggles because every day I still like, I still have depression. No matter how happy I am in life, Mm -hmm. I still struggle with depression and I don't ever want that to affect my life. I don't want to be known as that person that's bitter and sad. I want a year from now me to be happier than I am today to have gotten to do things that I wanted to do. And that I didn't let life just stop me, you know? I've loved this conversation tonight and I, <laughs> I want to keep supporting you. I want to keep supporting the causes and everything that, you know, you do. If there's anybody else who wants to do that, well, where could we follow you on social media? So I am on Facebook, the Tara Calloway. I am on Instagram and uh, Twitter at Tara Calloway. And then Dropkick Depression has its own website, dropkickdepression.com. And then the, Facebook's Dropkick Depression, Instagram is Dropkick Depression, and Twitter is Operation DD. I love it. Uh, do you mind just <laughs> hanging around just a little bit longer? Because we got last call. Oh, absolutely. Let's do it. You want to hear more from me, Tara Calloway? Stay tuned for last call at the end of this episode. It's In the News with Michael J. Putty and the Green Man. Great man. Another great yeah, interview in the books here oh, with the Queen you, of really Dinosaurs. Appreciate that. So, uh, I appreciate that. And I got to say, I also appreciate the, um, the fact that a professional wrestler is taking time out of their busy schedule to really help out and do more with their time. And the Dropkick Depression organization is something that Tara is she's she's the one of the founders in it and you know she's out there doing the best to help out with this mental illness and it's great i love hearing about it she totally won me over i know we're in a world where there's good guys and there's bad guys but in my eyes tara calloway you're you're a shot of wrestling's gal i, I love what she's doing man i support you all the way baby good job uh, appreciate your hard work get some news yeah let's do it our man Justin Barrasa from Sports Illustrated is reporting that Rey Mysterio will possibly be returning to the WWE at WrestleMania for a match against John Cena. However, there's a strong Whoa. suggestion that this story is actually false, and okay. even a suggestion by the E itself to be a smokescreen to throw people off for the actual return of The Undertaker. Oh. So what do you think is going oh, on with John Cena? Who do you think John Cena will face at WrestleMania 34? 
Gosh, you know, for someone, I gotta tell you, Michael J. Putty, I'm a, I'm a big person of 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 booking things right. And when you book a loser to be still something that you're going to be talking about town in, then you did a great job booking. And if if what you're allegations or what you've discovered during your research is true then i think they're doing a great job booking this because did you just go to john, a loser no well i'm saying john cena well technically right now he is playing the loser card john cena is out there trying to fight for an opportunity because he's not that golden boy anymore like roman reigns is um to go straight to the main event to be straight into mania because that role belongs to roman reigns now but the fact that he is the loser trying to get back into competition for WrestleMania is great. And the fact that they're trying to blow smoke up our ass, like you said, and then try to smoke and mirrors with Rey Mysterio and throw us off the scent. I think it's great too. It's also nice to note that, um, if they're really going all the way and this is all part of the plan, they pulled Rey Mysterio from his events at uh, WrestleMania weekend because he was supposed to do the crash. The crash is this uh, uh, indie promotion that uh, uh, works out of Tijuana, Mexico. And they pulled him out of those shows. I don't know if it's part of that same illusion that you're you're talking about, or is it really true? Could Rey Mysterio really be coming to WrestleMania? And if so, in what capacity? What match would you rather see, Undertaker or Rey Mysterio? Against John Cena? Yeah. I, I, I don't want to see either. I don't want to see the dead man come back. Because he um, ended perfectly. I, that was a perfect sunset ride for the dead man at WrestleMania last year. Yeah. Why well, come back to do what? Nothing? My, Michael J. Putty, uh, I, I don't know if you listened to um, uh, Slick Dick Williams on the Jobber Tears, but they were actually talking about this very topic. And and Slick mentioned, what if staying in kayfabe, could you see the, instead of the dead man, the American badass versus the doctor of thugonomics? All right, relax. Relax. <laughs> this is a great time of the year. It's one of, my favorite, it's one of my favorite times of the year because we're on the road with WrestleMania. We are. Rumors. News stories, suggestions, uh, gossip is abound. So, Everybody's got an opinion. So let's report on that. We mentioned a couple weeks ago the rumored match was The Miz versus Braun Strowman for the IC title at WrestleMania. Well, thank to God, whoever you believe in, those plans have been nixed. The new direction will be The Miz versus Seth Rollins at WrestleMania for the IC title with maybe a possibility of Finn Balor being thrown into the mix. I like it. I like it a lot better than Braun Strowman. Uh, I talked about it when we reported. I think it was with the uh, so one of three with the voice. Yeah, this is much better because Braun Strowman sucks. I'm not a Braun Strowman guy. Now the Miz has a chance you to retain knew that here. If Braun Strowman was going to be in it, that they were going to feed the Miz to to Braun. Absolutely. And the Miz would have been okay with that because that's the kind of guy he is. The Miz is the best. Yeah. Thankfully, that's the plan. But. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, the main event now will be Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 34 for the Universal title. However, WWE officials have some concerns about that match, specifically regarding the fact that the steroid ring accusations against Roman Reigns that we levied uh, a couple weeks ago. I think you're still in the air or something. Maybe like 98, 99? Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 I remember. Yeah. Although Reigns had completely denied these accusations, filmmaker John Bravo, which sounds like a fucking fake name, claims he has evidence, video evidence, that proves that Roman Reigns and other WWE superstars have partaken in steroids and illegal substances. So if that video comes out, this is going to be damning evidence 
to Roman oh, Reigns. Reigns. So I know that you know that that is going to kind of fucked up. However, the E also knows that, and Braun Strowman has been scrapped from the IC title to be a backup plan for the Universal title against Brock Lesnar. Interesting. Interesting. Have you heard about um, this beforehand? Do you hear about this? Well, I have not heard about this news story. So and this it, is why people yeah. should listen to a shot of wrestling because you find out new things. But Michael J. Putty, if let's say Roman Reigns does not get involved in any of these allegations and any of the these bukaki stories in the background, um, what do you do with Braun Strowman? You've already removed him from the IC picture. Easy. Does he have spot at easily? He easily wins the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Oh, really? And he, like others in the past, have failed to do, capitalizes on it, and uh, does something with it. Could I sell you a a, a three-way dance between Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, and Brock Lesnar? No. No? Okay. Okay. Strong no. No. Michael J. Definitely not. Then could we be done talking about Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? Because I'm a dumb talking about Roman, uh, Brock Lesnar because he might go back to UFC. Yeah, please. Well, speaking of Brock Lesnar, talk about Black Lesnar. <laughs> Bobby Lashley has, quote unquote, agreed to terms with the WWE, according to a report by Bodyslam.net reporter Brad Shepard. I then heard that's anywhere else except Bodyslam.net. So uh, we're not sure if this is legit or not, but Black Lesnar is probably coming back to WWE. The rumored match will be against Brock Lesnar, which makes sense, but it all depends on if Brock Lesnar resigns after WrestleMania, which most people think he won't. Your thoughts? Uh, Michael J. Putty, again, I, I am so confused why the WWE continues to sign more and more talent. I don't, I don't understand it. There, you have a roster full of individuals, great individuals, great workers who are fighting for their opportunity at camera time, who are fighting through through the fact that there's going to be pay-per-views where it's going to be dual brand pay-per-views. And it's not just going to be like one brand pay-per-views. You talked about it at the last show. So now you're citing more talent to take the top spot. And, and I got to take it away from, from one of your co-hosts in the past, P. Rosado, who said, whose spot is this person going to be taking? Whose spot is Black Lesnar going to be taking? So do you want to see? Do you want to see Bobby Lesnar back in the WWE? Actually, I don't. I don't give a fuck. There's so much I, more I talent really, here. I don't yeah, want to see really that. Care. I didn't care too much for him for his stay in the WWE. I even care less about him when he was ECW champion and he was the face of that franchise. And the only reason he went to be the face of that franchise because SmackDown hurt. and Raw didn't have room for him. You know what? Now that we're talking <laughs> about that topic. Why don't we put Bobby Lashley in NXT? Why don't we do that? Let's not. Let's not. Let's keep him in TNA. Let's keep him in the Indies. <laughs> no one cares put about him in Lashley. NXT because I gotta say, there's gotta be more big name stars coming into TNA into the um, the NXT locker room because I loved it when TNA when I keep saying TNA, but I love it when NXT was just getting started and, and you had like Rhino and you had people like Dolph Ziggler and you had people like who were going there to re reinvigorate their career. And that's something that I think maybe Bobby Lashley needs to do. He needs to reinvigorate his career before he makes it back to the main. Roster. That's your BCW at El Lodge for the second anniversary show. 
Michael J. Putty. It, it Bobby is Lashley not, versus Mike Orlando was a match I would like to see. It is not too far from the truth that BCW management may have or may have not reached out to Bobby Lashley before his contract signs to WWE. I, I cannot confirm nor can I deny that. Well, if you listen to episode 104 with my man Pete Rosado, if you listen to episode 105 with your boy at Michael J. Putty, you heard that Double J has been inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Well, I'm excited for you. There is another set of J's being inducted to the Hall of Fame because WWE announced that 15-year-old JJ, Jarius Robertson, has been inducted as part of the Warrior Award. Do you know about this guy, J.J. Robertson? Uh, I don't know too much about it, so maybe you could fill me in a little bit more. I know about this guy vaguely. I know he was been adopted by the Northern Saints. This kid was uh, diagnosed with a very rare fatal disease as a very, very young kid. Mm-hmm. Um, he, is, he was not expected to live this long. He got a liver transplant, and he needed another one. If you get a liver transplant, you're lucky enough to have that. This kid, unfortunately, needed two of them. Okay. Jarius J.J. Robertson is a life force you guys need to look into. Jarius is a kid that will motivate you, will inspire you. This kid is one Mm. of the... I can't even put into words how this guy is very inspirational. Uh, Okay. This this kid deserves... One of the most deserving recipients of the Warrior Award has ever been. This kid epitomizes the Warrior Award. He said, and I quote during a recent interview, I can't believe I've been chosen to be the 2018 Warrior Award recipient. Being honored by WWE means the world to me. I feel very blessed. This guy's also, this kid is also a lifelong WWE fan. He's, you'll know him if you see him because he's okay. been a part of a lot of video packages. Mm-hmm. This kid is the best. I love this kid. I fell in love with this kid because he got awarded the uh, Jimmy V Perseverance Award at the 2017 uh, SB Awards. Go to YouTube, Google the ESPYs from 2017, Jarius J.J. Robinson's acceptance speech, and you'll fall in love with this kid like I did. And based on on you telling me about him just now, I, I am looking forward to, to the speech. But speaking of WrestleMania weekend, Russell Khan wow. announced that Stone Cold Steve Austin will be appearing during their show on Sunday, April 8th to uh, sign autographs. Tickets are just about sold out for that, my friend. I'm surprised they're not sold out already. It's- no, if by the time this thing airs, because I know uh, uh, Jeff and and Rich have been trying to get tickets to that, and uh, they almost didn't get it. So his signing is only miles away from the uh, Superdome, so people are speculating that Stone Cold will appear at WrestleMania. Has to. Well, another story we've, we've been reporting about the last couple of months is uh, the TV rights for WWE. Oh my god, I'm excited about this conversation. Go ahead, fill me in. Because I'm assuming it's just a ploy to re- re-sign with uh, NBC Universal. Okay. Uh, when we first reported the story, Fox was one of the front runners. Mm-hmm. However, apparently mm. Fox Sports is not just a ploy; it is a legit contender because several Fox Sports executives, not representatives, executives, were ringside in LA for SmackDown. Oh yeah, I heard. Yeah. And there's a feeling that Fox will pass on UFC if the W will sign with them because WWE is garnering four hundred million plus a year in TV rights alone. So do you see Monday Night Raw going in Fox? So Michael J. Putty, I yes. needed to do a little bit more research to this because I knew this conversation was gonna come up. It was part of the news stories everybody's been following. This was going back earlier in the week where 
people are talking about Disney possibly owning WWE. You Fuck know, that. and now like, thank God they don't. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's 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 Fox Sports. So let me ask you, what does it mean to the WWE? Have you asked yourself that question? What does it mean for a, a big conglomerate like a Fox News, like a Fox Sports to own WWE? Well, Fox Sports will make a lot more money than they would of the WWE. What is the relationship? Like if you own the brand of a shot, okay, let's take the a shot of wrestling makes it huge, big money. You know, someone wants to buy it. What oh, do we gain out of it? Money. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we garner so the billions WWE and at this millions point, of dollars. So at this point, the WWE would gain a monetary. At minimum, $400 million a year plus advertising plus what's the word I'm looking for? All right. So let me, Raw let me will go back to two like, hours because Fox. Let me. Every local market has news at ten o'clock, so Raw will go back to eight to ten, which means two hours. I've originally reported that SmackDown will go to Fox Sports One on Tuesday nights. Okay. So, which is not as beneficial to SmackDown brand as we would like, but it's still money there. It's all about money. It's all about advertising. It's all about revenue. You know you me. Head, you know me better than anybody. Me, I'm a loyal guy. I'd rather see yeah. them stay at Embassy Universal because that's what that's their bread and butter. They left that to go to TNN Network back in the late '90s, right? And they ended up going back to USA. And uh, I believe Embassy Universal is the bigger juggernaut than Fox Sports. Fox Sports One, Fox Sports Two is not as lucrative as a USA or a Sci-Fi or an E even. Because that's relatively new, and people don't go to those networks to watch wrestling or even UFC. Yeah. So, Michael J. Putty, in one of the responsibilities of me taking a um, a step away from being a talent of a shot of wrestling and being more of the behind-the-scenes kind of guy is I have a lot of resources. I have a lot of people in the financial industry and in the marketing industry who I can consult about about issues like this. Um, and, and, and I have, I've reached out to them and I'm like, you know, I'm really intrigued about what this means for the WWE. Does it really change the product? Does it change what we get to see on a day to day basis of the WWE? But when it comes down to it, to your point, Michael J, and as simplest as it can be, it becomes, comes down to money. It comes down to the WWE. It comes down to WWE making a substantial amount of money for selling their company. Now, there's other companies who have done this well, in the past. They're not selling their company. They're selling their TV rights. Selling the company right. is a different story and, we talked about last week and, and future episodes. And what and who could benefit from that deal is the fact that Fox owns a television company. So that means instead of WWE getting a contract, paying money to be part of, you know, a TV spot or being part of every Monday night, I want to be at this spot. If I go over, I pay X amount. Fox doesn't have to do that anymore because Fox owns the WWE. So the Fox could say, Hey, you could go on this channel all you want. I don't have to pay myself. You're combining things. This is a TV rights. They're not buying the WWE. The WWE well, they're is, buying. Is, they're buying the right to put them on on, on their, their television. Their so yes, not, the TV rights. If they buy the TV rights. They have no ownership of the WWE at all. WWE is interested in selling. I think I talked about episode one hundred five. And Fox is a part of the contenders of buying up a share of E. It comes down to the money. All Fox the, wants the money. that WWE money. Fox wants that viewership. 
What is going on in Fox Sports right now on a Monday? What is going on on a Tuesday? Nothing. Well, move on to our next story here is that a new report by TVbythenumbers.com notes that NBC Universal as a whole, not just USA as a whole, uh, will be cutting back on their commercial time for all their primetime programming. So that means NBC, that means E, that means USA, that means sci-fi. In a statement, they said, and I quote, shows across NBC Universal channels will feature 20% fewer ads in a season with a 10% reduction in commercial time. So instead of a five thirty second ad, you'll see maybe two or three longer ads. I think that might be a ploy to keep Raw and WWE as their in their pocket because less commercial time for is more time we can watch Raw and SmackDown. Well, it's not even uh, that that we need to talk about, but it's the product of all these streaming services out there. You have your Hulu's, your Netflix, you know, both. Involved who don't in TV have rights. these long commercials, exactly, but, and that people yeah, are willing to Amazon, pay. Amazon, Hulu, and Netflix have commercials, but they're like I think they're before. But they're after. shorter, yeah, yeah. And people are willing to pay for these services. People are not paying for NBC. You know, they're not. They don't care if it's part of their package or not. You know, but the fact that I'm willing to pay for Netflix or I'm willing to pay for the WWE Network, Amazon Prime, um, um Hulu. Because of the limited commercials that I see, not for nothing, when I'm watching like Raw or SmackDown on Hulu, I may get three or four ads, but there's no way I could fast forward and I'll have to watch those three or four ads. And that's okay with me because I've already gotten accustomed to like, all right, it's three or four ads, no big deal. And I think the problem is when you're watching regular TV, you just don't know. You're just watching it. Next thing you know, it's like, holy shit, it's been like five minutes of freaking ads. You know, that's why I like SmackDown sometimes because they do that picture in picture. Yeah. I love that. I think they need to incorporate more of that into not just wrestling uh, uh, view- viewing, but any kind of viewing. Michael J. Putty, I'm going to be discussing this for days with my other business associates, uh, uh, Who? Uh, Who? finance and Who? marketing. Oh. You know, that's just what I'm going to do. Make sure you tell Karen to fucking return my text. Listen, after. <sighs> After you, uh, let, let me not even bring it up because we're going to get into a love episode. We're going to get into grungy sexiness. She knows. I, I know about you and Karen behind the scenes, okay? I know. Anyway, let's move on, please. <laughs> oh, now let's move on. Sonny right? was arrested this week for charges with contempt, disobedience, resistance, and being a fugitive from justice. <laughs> Once again, adding on to Sonny's legal problems, her bond was set at 16. Thousand, which five thousand was a failure to appear in court, and one thousand to appear to failure to appear in New Jersey. So Sonny's a little uh, shitload of problems here. You know, if Sonny would have just answered my calls and done an interview with a shot of wrestling, she would never gotten in this trouble. Sure. That's all I have to say about that. Do you watch Undercover Boss? Uh, I do watch Undercover Boss, but I haven't watched recent episodes. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a new story going around how. Apparently, WWE did an episode of this. They did. Yeah, yeah. Do you hear about this? Do you hear about this? I Uh, did hear some rumblings. Enzo Amore had a couple of key scenes here. However, Mm -hmm. he's been edited out because those scenes were not, in fact, important to the show. Main story here is WWE undercover boss. Who could it be? Who? 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 I'm assuming it's going to be somebody we don't know because Stephanie, uh, the big names we're going to know. So I'm assuming it's going to be somebody we, we don't know. The, There's no way Vince McMahon's going to undercover. 
He's <laughs> a seven-year-old man. Steve Carano. That could be possible. Could be a possibility. MJP, were you an undercover boss? Um, in on the news? <laughs> for those of you who bought travel packages for WrestleMania, you got an email. If you did not, make mm. sure you check your email. Because you ready for this, Green Man? Yeah. They were formed in an email that company has added beach balls to the list of banned substances. Interesting. Remember Russell, uh, SummerSlam last year? Uh, yeah. Cesaro did not care for the beach ball no more beach ball mania so they stepped ahead and decided to ban it i think it's stupid by the way whoever decided that they're gonna try to get over with beach balls is stupid but nobody's getting over with beach balls it's a crowd and if you're lucky enough to get it you bounce it back there's no one no one's getting over on this cesaro had a beef that it was taken away from his match and i kind of agree with that it's all over that's it r.i.p the beach ball any final news? Uh, any final uh, words before getting to the uh, chasing heels? News, news that I know about. Um, a shot of wrestling is going to be hosting Fastlane and uh, Mania viewing party. Um, and shot of wrestling would also be one of the uh, sponsors for GCW Bloodsport and Joy Janela Spring Break too. So be ready <sighs> to see a wrestling. Just like go home thoughts. This is indie shows. All right, let's get some chasing heels. <laughs> let's go. A shot of wrestling presents Raw and SmackDown here and here. Well, it's been a while, my man. What do you got for Raw, my Raw ambassador? Well, Michael J. Putty, um... Should have been here last week. I'm you should have been here last week. So, <laughs> I gotta tell you, Raw is better. It's been a while. I mean, you've had guests on the show, but there's no bigger Raw mark None of than who agree with you, by the way. the green man, Okay. It, it was a good show. It, it really was. I mean, every every show is going to have its its pluses and its minuses. But uh, but I thought it was good. I'm gonna start off with going and cheering. Finally, 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 Roman Reigns this decides to grow a pair and throw out a good promo. Finally. So my question is, what took so long? Like, did you really like study behind stage, like exactly what you were going to say? Or did you go out there and what did you try something different? But for the first time ever, I watched Roman Reigns speak with passion, conviction, and, and he delivered every line how he was supposed to. The, it, it, it was truly one of the best things he's ever done. It was the best thing he's ever done. I cheer that as well. It set the stage well for this rivalry. Told the story. And, uh, please yeah. give me this guy for five more weeks. Please. I did not report Brock Lesnar no showing Raw because in the end it turned out to be just storyline. But mm-hmm. he he made the most of it. It it was great. I it was one of the things that seemed to be a shoot but was a work work shoot. Yeah. But you don't see that passion. You don't see that Roman Reigns coming off as improv as we did uh, yeah. me, and, me and the voice talked about him and his rivalry with rusev when he crashed lana's wedding it was the best thing Roman Reigns has ever done because it seemed like he had writers it seemed like he had comedic comedic writers to give him jokes and one-liners and that was the best thing Roman Reigns has ever done until this point Roman Reigns is, yeah. he but was, he was trying he was... his point to become win over the crowd to be on the guy here week in week out no matter fucking what i'm not here to win make money i'm here to i love this the crowd didn't buy it 
unfortunately enough, but that's his role going forward and hope the crowd buys into it. Yeah, the only thing he didn't sell for me was when he started talking, uh, the guys in the back are not going to like that I'm going to say this. At that point, that- I was like, oh, this is a work. You know, well, yeah, but, I, I uh, have a problem with that. It, but he came, he recovered really nicely right after that, and just really hit with that passion and convention conviction, like I said before, and it was great. Can I hit you with a um, chill? A chill? Yeah, you uh, have one. We had we had a viewing party at the crowd room for. Uh, yeah. However, for some personal reason, I had to cut out for like twenty minutes. So I missed, unfortunately, the Ronda Rousey contract signing segment. Oh, that was okay. the one thing I missed. One mm-hmm. thing I wanted to see, however, I missed that. So I'm going to cheers the fact that Raw is showing it in its entirety and not just those <laughs> little stills. Like for, pictures. for Michael J. Putty, who missed yeah. it. Usually when they recap pay-per-views, they just show pictures. Mm-hmm. They showed the whole clip. So I cheers that. How, I, I'm going to heal. Like, I, I need to see it like five times. <laughs> Give, they, it to, give, it, give it to me twice. Game. I don't see it over and over and over and over again. Give me once. Give me twice. I didn't see it five times. That's my thought. What do you got? Michael J. Putty. Um, side note, is is there – I think I need to make room in the budget to get me a, a secretary who could get me a, a beverage at this point because I'm, I'm running don't you, low. Don't you have an intern? Don't you have your you intern? Know? Gold card? Where's gold card? No, 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 no. That's, that's the intern. I, I let them do like real business shit, but I need like a secretary, you know, to refill my drinks. In other news, I got to tell you. segment. What's cheers and heels? <laughs> it's been a while. Gotta, dust, the, dust the rust gotta, off. Yeah. I got to heal um, the Broken Hardy storyline with, with Bray Wyatt. The storyline itself or the fact that it's going to continue? Just, a, I just think, I don't know why. It's not resonating with me, man. That's fine. It really isn't. And you know what's sad about it is when Broken Hardy was doing his thing in TNA and you had the Wyatt family running strong in WWE, you wanted these two individuals to cross paths. And for some reason, they're crossing paths now and it's just not working for me. I don't know if if they're just laughing too much. Way too much. Yes. Oh. Anything else? Keep going. I mean, come on. Keep going. Give Give me something more. I need more. I think that's what it is. I need more. And I'm going to heal it until I get more. Good thing you're on the show week to week because you'll be healing it every week. Yeah. Um, raw. Besides that, I thought it was it was good. It was, you don't raw. You don't raw. Yeah, I'm gonna heal raw. Elias, Elias. I thought Elias came out really strong. I'm gonna yeah. cheer him too. All right. You done? So for someone who could be a contender for Braun Strowman, he did a good job. I'd rather see Braun Strowman versus Elias than Braun Strowman versus Miz or Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar at Mania. Yeah. Hey, Lias is is winning with those sales, with those merchandise sales. So yeah, I'm about, I could totally I'm about to buy me a shirt. I walk with Elias. I've been walking with Elias since. Yeah, the beginning. I give you prop for that. Uh, my last heel for Raw is the John Cena promo. I'm one of the biggest John Cena marks there is. John Cena here lost the Elimination Chamber match. He lost his opportunity to be, become champ, uh, get a championship opportunity at WrestleMania. So he decided to tuck his tail between his legs and go over to SmackDown because things didn't go his way. He's coming up like a big fucking baby here. Yeah, you're a free agent, but other yeah. guys, Finn Balor lost. Why can't Finn Balor go to SmackDown? Miz lost. Why can't Miz go to SmackDown? Great point. Why Braun Strowman lost. Why can't Braun Strowman go to SmackDown? Because you're John Cena. I understand that. Let's go to SmackDown. But also John Cena, hasn't he been booked as a free agent for a while now? Since July 4th, yeah. Yeah. But that's like, oh, yeah, for Raw. It's over the SmackDown. Let me heal John Cena's promo yet again. 
<laughs> uh, Great transition. Thank you. I think John Cena deserves to be the main event, but the way he's coming off here is like a fucking baby. I didn't get my way. I'm fucking John Cena. Let me get my way. I understand what they're going with. Like, I'm John Cena. I need to be in the main event. Let me earn my event, main event title um, shot here. Yeah. But it's just coming off, to me personally, like a sore loser. You see what I'm saying? No, I totally... Yeah. And I'm going to side heel here. Um, Daniel Bryan came into the ring with Shane McMahon, with John Cena, and announced that he's going to give John Cena the opportunity, because SmackDown's a land of opportunity, John Cena the opportunity to become, to enter into the uh, title picture at Fastlane. He said, John Cena, if you beat AJ Styles here, you'll become into the, instead of Fatal Five Way, it'll be a six-pack challenge match. That's all Daniel Bryan said. John Cena then said, well, in the main event of SmackDown Live, um, John, he didn't, he didn't say you were the main event. What? What? Uh, ease up, buddy. Yeah, relax. Let, 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 relax. Let your ego go for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you put yourself in the main event. Right. <sighs> that was your buddy. I have to cheer the uh, Uzos and New Day. Please do, because I'm about to do that myself. I'm well, tired. People people are tired uh, tired of me cheering that. So please. Oh, I love it, man. I First of all, the New Day came and did what they do. Cheers. The to Usos me. came. They did what they did. And, and when they did it, they're trying to put down the New Day and saying, you know, that – and by the way, I didn't know that the Usos weren't part of Mania for so Never many been. years. Yeah, like, that's ridiculous. Really? Like, is that a fact? It is a fact. Really? The Usos? Apparently, I mean, they, 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 they either. Even yeah. when they were faces, right? They, yeah, they, way over. But they did the fucking whole Samoan dance, skirts, face paint shtick that didn't – had no room yeah. for the main event roster. Had plenty of room I, for the I, fucking eyes of the giant. They really Marvel. had to go back and be like, really? Is that a fact? But um, yeah, they had a legitimate gripe that they totally exploited. And they um, made the New Day sound like, you know, they, they didn't deserve that spot. Freaking Big E comes up with big fucking cojones in front of Jey Uso's face. And it's like, dude, we've been taking opportunities. Preach. We we haven't been fed anything. Preach. We were we were li- literally he was preaching. We were literally giving a gospel gimmick, and we turn it to the shit that it is today. And we had to fight for every single thing that we earned. We weren't given WrestleMania spots. We weren't given the opportunity to host WrestleMania. We earned that opportunity. We hosted WrestleMania because we were the hottest shit. We were selling merchandise, outselling everybody. And, you know, it, it was it was like, yes, this is the kind – it just got me so worked up because I was like, finally, the New Day is dropping that, that I'm happy New Day. Yeah, New Day rocks. New Day rocks kind of gimmick thing. And speaking the truth, you know, they don't put themselves over enough because they don't need to. But in this moment, it was so nice to see the Usos – Get schooled and be told on the real though. Let me tell you about the new day, brother. You ready for this? I loved it. You ready for this? Cheer. Go. You gave me shit for the fact that I chose the Usos and the New Day for my rivalry of the year for 2017. Do you remember that? Oh, there were, uh, there were a you lot of other better. Yeah, now here we are better. in 2018. This rivalry has been reignited. And it was just the fact that the Usos are awesome. But like you said, Big E decided to step up to the plate and give the resume of the New Day, which you don't hear that often. In in a solid, in a solid performance. Both teams showed passion. Both teams showed heart. Both teams showed why they are going to be where they are. And uh, I can't complain about that. 
And then the Bludgeon Brothers come and, and, and wreck the party. <laughs> yeah, womp womp. Fuck them. <laughs> Let's talk about a heel there. <laughs> so another heel, big heel, I guess you can talk about, is no Rusev for two weeks on SmackDown. And this week, we get him oh, this only on him. our air supporting Andy Agent English. Listen, we know people listening. The crowd is hot on Rusev. The crowd is hot on this whole Rusev Day gimmick shit. Why is he not on TV? Why is he not been put into a main event spot or even a decent storyline? Don't give me the main event. Don't give me a side main event. Give me a storyline with Rusev. And I don't get it. Even, uh, Rusev, even Rusev tweeted, and I quote, so Johnny Boy came out of nowhere and gets a match versus AJ for a spot at Fastlane, but I can't even get a match on SmackDown Live, the land of opportunity? Yes. What's going on? I don't understand how they're fucking up Rusev. It has fallen into your lap. They're not fucking it up, How are you up, fucking man. up? They're not, they're, not, they're not fucking it up. Two weeks? Sources, clo- okay. sources close to the Green Men ha- have told him that they just really don't... They, they understand the hype behind Rusev. They understand that Rusev Day is getting over. But at the moment, they really did not think it was going to get as over as it did. And they're trying to right now make the, the appropriate transition for Rusev to get into a a bigger angle than what he's working in I don't right know now. The sources you have, but I hope they fucking better be right because this is but, but this let is me a tell travesty. You, one, of things, one of the things that I liked about Rusev that, right now is not on the card for WrestleMania. That's fucked up. Yeah, well, one of the things I, I liked about Rusev is that he's treating Rusev Day uh, uh, as a group thing. Like it's not, even though it's Rusev Day and it's all about him. Alexander Rusev? It, it is not. He's treating the Rusev Day as a brand, and he's treating it as, you know what, Aiden English is part of Rusev Day. And he was totally like like coaxing Aiden English when people were chanting Rusev Day. He was like, hey, they're chanting for you too, you know? Like, I don't know if you you, you saw, I could read lips too. Um, so I don't know if you saw him reading, talking to to uh, Aiden English about it, but uh yeah, I think they're they're totally in sync. Do you think he has a spot and, the card? Many, Rusev will find a spot. In Aiden English they will, wins the. They will be uh, part of the, the under the giant memorial by Royal. I fucking hope Rusev does. Hope Rusev does. How about how about Rusev and Aiden English are the last two, and they both go over the top rope. That's what you call in the business that I have to come accustomed to smart booking. <laughs> that won't happen. No, that'd be great though, right? Like, no, that'd be fine. Them, That's they'll, a, yeah. they'll win and take care of business, and then they realize, hey, Rusev Day, everybody's chanting Rusev Day, and they both jump over. No, that'd so be they great. both win the Memorial Barrel oh, Royal. No, that's stupid. Oh, there's some ratings. This week's Raw drew a 3.18 million, which is down from last week's 3.8, um, sorry, 282 million. Raw was number one in viewership for the night for the third week in a row. However, in the 18 to 49 demographic, Love and Hip Hop Miami came in at number two because Raw came in at number one for the fourth week in a row. Yeah, baby. Congratulations to you guys at Raw. Raw is better. It's not. It's funny because SmackDown um, Raw ratings sunk, but yeah, they're still number one. So good, good job for the, you guys. SmackDown this week drew a 2.6092, which is up from last week's 2.613. SmackDown was number six in viewership for the night. Behind Fixer Upper, America's Next Top Model, Hannity, Tucker Carlson, and The Curse of Oak oh, Island. Smackdown. I not to call you this week. Smackdown, Smackdown was number one in the 18 to 49 demographic for the second week in a row. Um, 
fuck you, asshole, because last week, episode 105, by the way, shut up, I specifically mentioned, specifically mentioned that the curse of Oak Island season finale is this week, so do, do not call me from 8 to 11. That's right. However, my bad, it was not the season finale. It was as a regular episode. However, Green Man decided to become an asshole and still call me at 8.30, even though I specifically mentioned, do not call me from 8 to 11. I got a call from Green Man, so obviously either you're being an asshole or you did not listen to episode 105. Which one was it, Green Man? I I didn't listen. All right, then fuck you. So here he is. Do not call me from 8 to 11 this coming Tuesday, because I'll be watching the season finale. What time did I call you? 8 30. Show me the records. Show me the I will. Telephone. Do post not them. call me between 8 post and 11 this coming Prove. Tuesday because it is the no, two hour season finale, the officially announced I did, I did of the curse of Oak Island. There are a no, lot of questions up in the anything. air. There's a lot yes, of answers I'm hoping to get. So do not call me. Much like I last didn't. week, I didn't pick up your phone call. I ignored me. you. I ignored you last week. And I will me. ignore you this week. So do not call me I'm, again. I'm like Shaggy, it wasn't me. It was it you. It wasn't me. I will was screenshot. I will post it at, at Michael J. Putty. You should totally post. So do not call me. Do not. Because I did not call you. Do not. You did. Did not. Do not call did me. Not. During By the, the way, curse of Oakland. Anyway, that's all I got for the ratings. <laughs> Go home thoughts. I miss- welcome, welcome back to the show. Welcome back. It, although you're in your office, I'm in my studio. I Is that listen the same? from this point forward. From this point forward, if you want me on the show, I will always be in my office. It is. I mean, I'd rather do it so myself. Very, you- I've created a very comfortable environment here. I got my feet up. My office chair is is full leather with mahogany trim. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, you think you may be happy with your corner office, but the amount of luxury that I built into this space it is incomparable to any luxury car. It, it is amazing. It's beautiful. Ric Flair would love to be in my office right now. Uh, I didn't miss this. You're rambling and rambling on. <laughs> However, let's get back to business. Let's go go home thoughts. Upcoming weeks is the uh, BCW second anniversary show at the world famous Elks Lodge. And we are promoting a special contest. Win a date with Eric Jaden. Green man, please go over the uh, details. It, it is super easy. It, we have done these love episodes where we've done five of them at this point. Is it four or five? Uh, and, and I think it's four or five, yeah. yeah. And women are just falling in love with Eric Jaden to the point that and we're men just too. Like, He's however, not into that. But, but Yeah, but everybody's falling in love with Eric Jaden. They want more of them. So we decided why not give the people what they want and give them an opportunity to win a date with Eric Jaden. So it's very simple. Anybody, let me not, let me correct myself. Not every, any Anybody, but any female who would like to win a date with Eric Jaden, all you have to do is dial it up 619-343-3005 and pitch to us what the date that you would take Eric Jaden on if you won. What is that date? You, we want you to make Eric Jaden decide that, oh, this is the woman that I need to take out on a date with because this date is, is amazing. And you know what? Submit a picture to us at inbox at a shot of wrestling. If you leave a voicemail with no picture, but someone did with a picture, they're going to the front of the line. That's it. Yeah. And, and Michael J. Putty, um, there's many friends to the show that have contacted me uh, personally and be like, hey, is this for real? Are you really pulling off no. this content? 
Yeah. Someone could win a date with Eric Jaden. And I'm going to answer you just like I answered them. Hell yeah, it's fucking real. Ladies, it is for real. A shot of wrestling is pimping out Eric Jaden. And in and, and lack of better terms, we are his pimp and we're pimping him out because his sexiness should not just be contained to one woman. It deserves to be spread around. It deserves to be loved and cherished. And you could win that date. So That's as right. we are on our road to BCW's second anniversary, please, if you want to date Eric Jaden, dial up 619-343-3005 or inbox at a shot of wrestling.com. When is this announcement going to make? Do you know when the, we're going to announce the winner? Uh, Michael J. Putty, we're still uh, researching. All, all the, We're going through all the voicemails and all the pictures that have already been posted. Yeah, Lady, um, Lady Jake called more. me the other day saying, like, uh, well, what the fuck's going on? You've been overwhelmed. Because there is a lot of go- things going on with a shot of wrestling. And if you want to be part of the conversation, join us on our Facebook group at a shot of wrestling uh, Facebook group. Um, follow yeah. us all social media on instagram at a shot of wrestling or twitter shot of wrestling no way no way hey michael j putty i have listened to the last few shows without the green man who's your favorite and and, and you have done a great job i have to say favorite go host so far so uh, legit serious we're talking to shoot you want me to tell you the real answer yeah i did not ask you this like not, no politics no nothing no i gotta tell you i love pete rosado i love mm-hmm. the the episode with you and pete rosado i thought you guys had a great chemistry um, um, the information and the exclusives he was able to give you about BCW and it's Friday the 13th show. I can't even believe they're already moving on to Friday the 13th. It's, it's insane. And the fact that those exclusives were dropped on a shot of wrestling, it, it is amazing. Great booking. Um, Thanks. We'd love to have you back. Love to have him back. Great man. Welcome back to a shot of wrestling. How, how you doing? Dude, I, I could still have a few more shots. You know, I, I'm going to turn the Skype out and I think we should finish this conversation at the bar. Yeah. Please send your last emails <laughs> to Anthony Cole. Send your last emails to Pete Rosado. Do what you gotta do. Finish up. I'll meet you down at the bar and we'll take you from there. You owe me a shot for my birthday, by the way. <laughs> so, hey, for Green Man, you. for myself, at Michael J. Putty, for Tara Calloway, I have been your host. Until next week, Putty out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have made it to my favorite part of the episode. It's Last Call. We have Tara Calloway back. And this is how it works, Tara. For all these dinosaur levels out there, (laughs) it's rapid fire questions. The first thing that comes to your mind is the first thing that you should answer. Are you ready? I don't know. It's kind of scary, but let's do it. All right. (laughs) What is your favorite meal? Chicken and rice with cream of chicken. Other than professional wrestling, what is your favorite sport? Hockey. Nice. What is your favorite adult beverage? Mike's Hard Lemonade, as such a childish answer that is. That's cool. I think that's our, <laughs> that's our host's favorite, too. Uh, okay. <laughs> do you believe in love at first sight? No. What is the greatest feature on a guy? Personality. I know it's so corny, but personality. Name a wrestling hole that can double as a sex position. <laughs> I almost said camel clutch and then went, wait, no, that's not <laughs> <possible>. anyway. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, sleeper hold. <laughs> All right. What is your favorite TV show? <laughs> Star Trek. <laughs> Who has been your toughest opponent? I don't... Ooh, see, that's a hard one. Let's go with Amanda out in California. All right. And finally, who is your celebrity crush? Uh, boy or girl. Ooh, uh, both. 
Let's go with both. Uh, boy is Chris Pratt. Girl is Nicole Kidman. Oh, wow. What a great way to end this episode. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Tara Calloway, you have been a pleasure. Anytime you want to come back to the show, just hit us up. Thank you. Definitely. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby. But I got you pinned. Ha, 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>